Hey friends, I'm Sarah, your Christian forgiveness coach, and you're listening to Forgive Everyone for Everything Every Day Right Away, where I talk about forgiveness, how to do it, and how to overcome all the things that get in the way of it. I'm not a therapist or a counselor. I'm a highly trained, certified life coach, a Christian, and I'm here to share my experiences and wisdom with you, but also grow and evolve along the way. Everything I share comes from love. Thanks for joining me on this journey. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, everyone. I'm Sarah, your Christian forgiveness coach, and you're listening to Forgive Everyone for Everything Every Day Right Away. This is episode 30, Forgiveness and Expectations. So let's start out with our forgiveness prayer. Holy Spirit, is there someone that we haven't forgiven? Would you help us to remember that now? And as the Holy Spirit brings that to your mind, go ahead and forgive that person right now. Tell them what you forgive them for. Be detailed and specific. Pause right here. If this is going to take some time for you, don't rush through this part. Be detailed and specific. Tell them what you forgive them for. Don't hold back. And now as you have forgiven, you are forgiven. As you have released them, you are released. We place the cross of Jesus between you and them. Darkness, you no longer have authority to torment us with that. Take a deep breath and just let it go. Just let it go. And now speak a blessing over that person. Just bless them. You know what they need blessings for. A lot of times the, the people that hurt us, that don't meet our expectations, we know what they need blessings for. And we may be the only person praying for them in that area. So pray for them, bless them, bless that they hear the truth about who they are from God. Bless them to walk into their purpose and destiny on this earth. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So this week, I want to talk about expectations in relationships. And I know I've touched on this in my episode on communication, but it's been such a theme this week in my life and in the lives of those close to me that I wanted to kind of talk more about it and expand on those expectations. So they're, they're the things that we want from other people, right? And I've said before that we do not have because we do not ask. And in scripture, it says you do not have because you do not ask God. And it goes on to say with the right motive. And today I kind of want to focus on that first part. So maybe you are asking, but you're not asking in a way that's clear to the other person. You may think you're on the same page, assume you're on the same page, but whatever's going on in your relationship, there's conflict um, that's making it clear that you're not on the same page. So here's what I've learned. And I've seen this happen between some teenagers in my house, <laughs> also in my own marriage and in my other relationships. So for example, someone said the other day, I just want a friend. And it's like, well, what does that mean? Like, what, what is a friend to you? What expectations do you have of what a friend looks like, what a friend does or does not do. Because chances are the other person's expectations and the way they define friendship, probably different. So if we tell someone, hey, just be my friend, 
there may be two totally different ideas on what that means. So we've got two different people, we've got two brains, two sets of life experiences as to what exactly that expectation entails, what friendship means, what friends do or not do. And if we aren't clear, that's when conflict arises. So a friend to one person might be someone who just listens, like who just commiserates with them, is a shoulder to cry on, someone who doesn't give advice, just someone to talk to and like hold space for you. Somebody else's definition of a friend might be like, hey, I'm the kind of friend, I'm gonna tell you exactly what I think all the time. I'm gonna be brutally honest with you because I love you. I will tell you straight, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I'm not gonna lie to you and I'm not gonna let you get away with any shenanigans. <laughs> so that could be another person's definition of what a friend is or does. So if you put those two people together without making those expectations clear, then you're gonna have a friendship that doesn't work. It's a clash. One wants one thing and the other wants another thing and the wants don't match. And guess what? that's okay. Like neither person is right or wrong. They're just looking for different things in a friendship. And you just are not a match if that's what you decide. You can decide to compromise, totally your decision, or you can decide to not compromise and there's nothing wrong with either thing. Compromise if you want to. If you're the friend who wants to tell it like it is, but your friend just wants you to listen and you decide you want to be that for them, then you can keep your mouth shut. You can also decide that that's not what you want to do. And you can move on and find a match in someone else. And it doesn't, it doesn't mean you just delete that other person from your life. You might still decide to have them in your life, just not as the person that they come to to talk about all their personal issues. You can communicate your expectations clearly and you may find that you're a want match in another area, like collaborating on a project, a garden project, or maybe physical activity like hiking or biking or whatever. Point being, we often aren't being clear about what we want and then we aren't communicating those expectations to the other person until we find a want match. So my own personal example, my husband is always saying to me like, I just want to help. I want to help. I want to help. And it turns out we have completely different ideas on what help is. My idea of helping me is to communicate with me, talk to me, have conversations with me, listen to me, sometimes just listen. <laughs> Don't need advice. Um, to, you know, like pay attention to me, um, like make an effort to get to know me, you know, ask, ask cool questions, you know, understand me, what's in my heart and my mind. His idea of helping is driving the kids somewhere, taking out the trash, um, going around the house at night and making sure all the doors are locked, going to work and earning money. Those are his ideas of help. And they couldn't be more different, right? So if we just call it help without defining it and talking about the differences and expectations, then he's doing what he's thinking is helping. And I'm sitting here with my unmet expectations of how I define help. 
and we are completely not on the same page and we are both frustrated. So it's a total mismatch. So in this example, we communicate what help means to each of us individually and we communicate those expectations. So I can communicate my desire for him to be a better listener, to remember stuff better, to get to know me so well that he learns to anticipate my needs. Like, wouldn't that be great? So that's, that's what I want. He wants to do tasks. It makes him feel important and necessary. And he is expecting me to ask him to do stuff so he can do that. Okay. Now that we've made our expectations clear to one another, then and only then can we actually have the conversation about whether or not this is a match. And again, let me stress here, neither of us is right or wrong. We're just our own individual people and we have individual needs and expectations. And we can ask that the other meet them. Here's the kicker. <laughs> Sometimes they don't want to. And the problem with this is what we make it mean. So instead of accepting maybe that my husband doesn't want to put in the effort of listening to me talk and remembering the things I tell him, I could make it mean he doesn't love me, he doesn't care. I could make it mean I'm too high maintenance. I could make it mean that we should not even be together. He's like totally the wrong guy for me. And this is when those expectation, expectations become a problem. So instead, I've learned to just get really clear about what I want, communicate it, get his perspective, talk about it, figure out if we want to match up in that area. If we do, great, let's navigate that. If we don't, okay, now what? So, when we, when we have a best friend or a spouse, like I feel like sometimes we expect that one special person to meet all of our needs. And this is kind of where we get into trouble. So let's say my husband doesn't, he doesn't want to listen, especially at the end of the day when he's tired and he's kind of checked out. And that's when I want to talk because <laughs> I haven't talked to another adult all day, right? Well, what can I do? Well, I can get mad and I can make it mean all those things, or I can find someone who does want to listen. Um, for, so for this particular area, I could find someone who, who wants to listen and who wants to and will remember what I said six months ago. And I personally would look for this like in a female friend, for example. Um, I, you know, for my marriage, you know, I want to be faithful to my husband and I person I personally wouldn't seek an opposite sex friendship in that way. Um, so I would find that female friend that wants to listen and she's out there for sure, hundred percent. And I don't have to expect my husband to do everything I ask him to do. I mean, that is a lot to ask. So I would ask for his blessing in this area. I would say, honey, would you bless me then to find a girlfriend who wants to listen to me and someone I can, you know, tell my heart to that understands? Would you bless me to find a want match in that area in my life? And that's, that's just one example of mine. And then kind of on the flip side of that, his expectation is that I ask him to do stuff. He likes doing stuff. 
So now I can say no to this, you know, it's not my idea of help, like takes, you know, extra energy in my brain to like come up with stuff to ask him to do. So when presented with this, um, you know, I'm, I'm free to say no, but for me, actually, I'm actually okay with doing that. So now that I understand his idea of help, I'm willing to start asking him to do more tasks for me in that way. He has communicated to me that it's important to him. And I have the option again of saying no, but in this particular example, I said, yes, okay, I can do that. I want to do that. Um, if I had said no, then I would have had a conversation about, you know, I don't want to do that. So let's find another way that you can get that expectation met that we both feel good about. So, wow, right? Like that's, that's a whole new way of communicating expectations, don't you think? So, so takeaway, stop thinking the other person knows what you want. Have a conversation. Find those want matches. Stop thinking the things that aren't a match mean something bad about you or them. So give it a try. I love you all. Have fun with that this week. And you know, I, I never would have gotten where I am without coaching. And so if you want to take your forgiveness work or any of the concepts that I talk about to a deeper level, level and explore any of them, any of the things that I teach, you know, in your life and your relationships, please contact me through my website, thechristianforgivenesscoach.com. And you can book your first session there for free. And I'd also just love to hear from you. If you have a comment or a story, please share. You can comment on YouTube or you can email me at thechristianforgivenesscoach at gmail.com. Bye. Hello, my friends. If you are ready to take the concepts I share and teach to a deeper level in your life and relationships, please join me in my one-on-one -on -one coaching program where we will talk about forgiveness and how it applies to whatever is going on in your life. You can schedule a free consult call with me on my website at thechristianforgivenesscoach.com. Let's master the art of forgiveness together.